This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is amazed at the competitiveness of some people. Everybody and welcome to episode one, two, three. You can count, mate. <laughs> I can, yeah. Wee. Movie drone. Um, I'm non-Bellwith, Steve. Um, apparently, I'm Mr. <laughs> Bellwith, Mark. I tell you what, right? Happy birthday, anyway. Thanks. Mate. I got so much joy out of that card. I don't think I've laughed at something like that for a long time, and that's saying something. Well, we all sat there on my birthday, right? right so we woke up. Kids were like oh, presents, 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 right. and I was like, right, I'll do my cards first, trying to be the adult. <laughs> And then I got to yours, <laughs> and I was tentative. Who is he? It was like, you, you've seen Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, haven't you? Yeah. When yeah. he opens the chocolate to right. look for the golden ticket, yeah. and he's just looking for the edge of the golden <laughs> I was just looking for a thing, and then I opened it up, yeah. read the front of it, thought, oh, it's tight Not to too get away bad. with, and then opened it up and was like, yeah, they ain't seeing that. So I went... <laughs> Passed it to the missus. Uh, you ain't learned nothing, mate. No, no. You ain't learned nothing. Oh, I fully it's... expected it. I was just trying to work out how bad it was yeah, going to be. It's quite bad. I think mm. it is my favourite card I've ever got, though. Is it? I think it's <laughs> absolutely... One of my favourite ones I've ever bought. Yeah, I think it was right up there, mate. I've had some abusive ones off here, but that was the funnest. <laughs> oh, I liked that. Yeah, thank anyway, you. Thank I you for my say... presence as well. That's all right, mate. No yeah. worries. I mean, I, I, I can see over your shoulder. Yeah. Um, what is that over your shoulder? Because I wish, honestly, I wish I was there. What is it, that? It's a VHS mate no. that glows up. It's got the exorcist on it. Not that. No. no. Um, it's a new Gremlins um, no. action figure. Nope, not um, that. It's a bat detector. Mm, I, had to... I don't think that's a bat detector. No, no. Uh, what is it? Is that my new love, Teddy? <laughs> what is it? I have no idea. She gave it to me, laughed, and went, ha-ha, Steve's going to love that. <laughs> you got a new cuddly toy. It was The annoying thing is, mate, it's not even a love teddy. It's a get me in trouble and take a piss at me on the podcast teddy. <laughs> oh, I wish I was there, mate. I wish I was there to see It's got it spangly beak glory. and spangly shoes or whatever. I can it see it. It's, uh, it's sort of like the movie drone sign is like lighting it up. Anyway, mate, so you had a nice birthday. I had then. a lovely birthday, thanks. Oh, good, yeah, good. I had some nice, great presents. I've loved you listed to try and avoid the others. Yeah. Um, thank you for my yoga socks. That's all. Um, <laughs> for Jill actually nearly was stick in her mouth when I bought them. Really? Yeah, she doesn't like the stuff with the toes on, you know. Like yeah, the, the I'd stuff, have to it? agree. It freaks me out as well. <laughs> but I saw they were posh ones <laughs> and I was like, I've got to wear that. But they really help. I was doing Did headstands they? in them. No, you don't have your feet on when you're doing a headstand. But to get in your position, well, they mean, really help with my new yoga just mat. It's weird talking to you about this, mate. Oh, I'm really sorry. Um, but then, yeah, because I'm... I've got my yoga mat, so we did some yoga in my yoga socks, <laughs> and then she was like, "What do you fancy for dinner?" So I just done yoga. So Stop I mentioning the word yoga. Yoga. I'm a, I'm a yogi. That's what they call us. Right? Me feel really uh, queasy. So my healthy living. Uh, so I had a dirty great meat <laughs> and chips, mate. It was filth. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Your healthy living. Mm, uh, you've been doing yoga and saying you've been getting kebabs in bed at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 
What's healthy about that? They balance out, don't they? <laughs> it's all about balancing, <laughs> mate. It's all about a balanced lifestyle. Is it? Yeah. You're going to be like the thinnest, cholesterol-ridden 40-year-old in a few I'll years. Tell you, mate, I got then. into headstand yesterday. I was there for like three minutes. You should have oh. seen me. He was great. Brilliant. I'm glad yeah. I didn't see you. But, yeah. But bad. I've suffered with back-to-work blues, though, mate. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, it sucks, I'm doesn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't um, know. I'm all there. always there. So. <laughs> um, yeah, um, obviously we get on to where you are, but... Christmas, yeah, shit itself, isn't it? What shit itself? What's that? It's fucking everywhere, right? So I went back to work. Yeah. Obviously, thirtieth was Monday. Yeah, yeah. Went back to work Tuesday. Yeah. I hung out the door and said to the blokes, "Are you taking a piss? At least burn slowly, because it was Christmas song after Christmas song after <laughs> Christmas song, right?" It was a radio. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Constant, well, and one of the twats turned up in a. A Christmas jumper yesterday. <laughs> Everyone has gone a bit early, He's mate. He's gone. Uh, they have peaked, haven't they? <laughs> My estate, because they didn't do... Uh, you know what the estate's like, didn't yeah. you? They're yeah. all doing the Christmas lights on, aren't they? And uh, yeah. So they've all decided to turn them on. There's Christmas lights everywhere. Jill even said get some. Fucking no way, mate. It's we ain't getting none on the front of the house. Proper pizza. What are you doing? Like, come the 15th when you've had enough of it, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. Do I don't know, know what's going on. It's... It is bad. Everything's lit up like a Christmas tree. Is that a good saying? That's a good saying. It, literally. But how has your week been, mate? Uh, I, I mean, I... how's the chive situation? Chive update? <laughs> I was just working. I was just a bit shit. I went up really early this morning. Yeah. So, uh, no, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't want to talk about the chives. No. no. What sort of lifespan are we talking on chives? Because would they have changed so much in a week? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Days, mate. Right. If they're wet. Oh. If they're wet chives, yeah. they don't last very long at all. Oh, no. So, just so you know. But, yeah, we're in tier three now. So, obviously, we are out of lockdown, but into what can only be classed as lockdown. It's annoying, mate, I'm going to be honest, because we can't see each other, so I have to keep waving at you through this monitor. Right, the missus does beauty. She can wax people's fannies next door. <laughs> really? Yeah, she can have naked oh, people in So there. I can come over for a back sack and you crack. Can, she can treat you to a back sack and crack. Which you, would be a very weird podcast story. Yeah, but you can't come in and sit with me and record that. Well, I mean, I could if I... I could, maybe if she back sack and cracked me whilst we were podcasting. Maybe Let's that would stick do. where we are, mate, just for the time being. <laughs> yeah. Well, other than that, mate, I ain't done a lot. I tried to uh, do some Christmas stuff. Um, I've ordered a load of stuff. Yeah. It's just not coming. No, it's not nothing turning up. You know what I mean? I'm a bit worried. I want I'm you to done, be mate. like you. No, no. I'm really jealous. I said I want to get done by this weekend. Nothing's here to wrap oh, up. So, yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's been a featured podcast again for another week. I think they've forgotten to take us off. Got so uh, yeah, welcome to everybody from older countries, mate. Panama and Ghana and Kenya and Argentina and loads from Australia. I should really learn the hello language, you know. Although I'm assuming they speak our language because otherwise they wouldn't be listening to us. (laughs) It would be be less rude of me to say, like, we could say hello, we're movie drones. Just say good day. Just go towards the Australians. Good day, mate. So, welcome everybody. If you're listening for the first time or if you've actually decided to stick with us, thank you very, very much indeed. Okay, then, mate. Mm. I'm done. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm not more excited. I'm not finished. I just want to move on. Yes, let's do it then. Okay, mate. mate. So, have you got any thanks this week? I've got thanks, mate. I've got thanks to Popternative, Spoiler Piece Theatre, Podcast HQ, WTM, The Dyson's Effect, Heavyweight Chumps Podcast, Forza Crowd. The legend that is Ryan, Right Stuff Reviews, What Should We Watch, Nerd Revert, Ronnie Castle, The Movie Journey, Tim, Gaz Robinson, Death by Cold Steel, 
MN Miller Film Reviews, Beautiful, and surprisingly enough, after last week, not Lee. <laughs> okay, I mean, it must be, he's pretty busy. He's pretty busy, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. You don't think the two is... I heard on the yeah. grapevine, right, and yeah. this is the funniest thing that I've heard this week, yeah. is that our friend Lee, what, what, he took the piss out of me, my glasses, didn't he? Yeah. I had to go for an ISS the other day. Yeah. Got to have glasses. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So He and, uh, will choose stylish ones, I Well, mean. I don't know. He ain't going bottle tops, is he? <laughs> he wouldn't have a look. I think he's freaked out that much. Apparently, they said to him, do you want to have a look at the glasses and started showing him to the, you know, the National Health ones, you know, the yeah. 65 quid ones, and he hightailed out. So, oh, uh, yeah, but uh, it serves him right, doesn't it? Serves him right. <laughs> Karma, that is. Karma's a bitch. Um, okay, I've got special thanks this week. People have gone an extra mile, um, d- normally through Twitter. So we've got Jill Cassie VHS Strikes Back, the lovely, lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glyn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Owen, LJ Human, Film Busters, Sophie, Little Nick, and your mate Elmo. Mm. I- <laughs> <laughs> Took that well, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't say that well, no. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, these polls have brought out the best and the worst of people. Oh, it's been oh, bad. <laughs> well, anyway, sorry about that, Elmo. So, okay, so uh, I've got a brand new promo, mate. B- bust it out, mate. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to Film Busters. Three friends who love each other but hate each other's tastes in movies. You just hate Tom Cruise, don't you? It was annoying me. I think when I was watching it, I was in a mood to be irritated because I get irritated when I see Tom Cruise straight away. (laughs) How do you even get into a fucking acting career when you're that shit? The lines are awful, but you can't even deliver a shit line. Yeah, listen, listen right now. Let me just say that I wasn't bored at any point during the film. Oh, can I I not? Can I not say something? (laughs) No, No, I'm going first. I'm done with it. Fucking white male hero saving everyone all the time. It's particularly starting to piss me off. I don't think they should make any more Toy Story films. After this one, because... Because it's the perfect ending to a Toy Story franchise. It's 10 out of 10. Fuck off. I don't think I can continue podcasting with you boys. I'm shocked. (laughs) Find Film Busters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and all other major podcast platforms. Well done. Well done, mate. I'm glad I told you which one was running this week so you could come up with that amazing pun there. So this is new podcast friends. New friends. Um, so yeah, it's the guys from Film Busters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've mentioned them recently before because obviously the proceeds from all their merchandise is Christmas mm. going to the Alzheimer's Society. So check that out. Lovely guys. They are lovely guys. Yeah, and I listened to their Jason X episode. Yeah, which did. was great. Yeah. yeah, they have a little quiz at the front. Ooh. Yeah, I'm better than your quiz. Not much better than yeah. your quiz. They got a good theme tune though, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of it's better than your quiz. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, and listen to that, and I listened to the goal episode, something that you don't really know about football. Thing called football, mate. Soccer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so please listen to Film Busters. Yeah, absolutely. One of uh, our friend Jamie Russell's favourites as well. I think they're a close number two, aren't they? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we're a close number two for me now. I've listened to them. <laughs> um, okay, then, mate. Do you want to play your theme tune? Yeah. Welcome to the Mark Reed some film lines in some similar voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag what's that film? There we go, your number one quiz. I've been thinking about a dance with it. Like I hold my cards and I do like jazz hands and stuff. <laughs> I mean you can do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do all stuff like that. I might have to sort out and do like a gif and stuff so I can do my own gif on Twitter. Yeah. If I knew how to do it. I mean I could make you one. <laughs> 
I've got mm-hmm. a gift maker on my phone. I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, have you, actually got one. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm like with technology, don't you? Yeah. Well, I look at my wrist and see my new smartwatch. Right. <laughs> we show that foot, put that closer to the screen. Is that a calculator watch? It's a calculator watch, mate. It's a retro <laughs> oh, calculator watch. Yeah. <laughs> I can add anything you up You had a fucking need. birthday and a half, didn't you, mate? Didn't you I? Fucking I've... little light VHS thing and some... Some bat thing and a cuddly toy and a calculator watch. You're fucking mind. living the dream, oh, you, no, mate. Tell me. Um, okay then, mate. Go on then. What, what are we doing? We still doing? What's that film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So last week, Home Alone. In case anyone didn't get it, what's Home Alone? Yeah. Well, yeah. we had loads of fives, mate. Oh. Emma, Glynn, Elmo, Sean, Sophie, five. Right. Brilliant. Paul joined you. Did you get two as well? Ah, oh, I don't know if it was two or one. All right, I don't he, know. he he got two. Right. He was kicking himself. Right. The people kicking themselves. <laughs> But I've got a good one for you tonight, mate. Oh, dear. Okay. Right. It's going to be one where you get... No, I'm sure you've... I know you've seen yeah, but it. but it doesn't matter, mate. That's fine. For five points, mate. What's that film? He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone. That's an awful impression. Can I do that again? <laughs> I don't... I ain't going to help. No? <laughs> he was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone. That's supposed to be an American accent. Imagine that in American accent. Uh, nah. No? Number four, I can do this one better. Oh, oh, wait, I, I, I forgot my jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know it. No? no. I mean, I should. I obviously should. Yes. I hate this game. For three points, mate. Yeah. What's feel? I, I fell down the chimney and landed on a flaming hot goose. That's a good one. Is That's it? A good impression. <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah. And then, yeah, flaming hot goose. Oh, it's sort of, I don't know, it sounded like Mickey Mouse. I don't know. <laughs> Was it Mickey Mouse? No. No, I don't know. For two points, mate. Yeah. What's that film? Right. How would you bookkeeping staff like to be suddenly unemployed? Is it? Yay! Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I was close. I mean, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I was, I was fairly close. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. What's that then? How many? Two. No, oh, is it two? Two, two points. Oh. That's all right, though. That's it's better right, than there. normal. It's better. I'm surprised you got it. <laughs> Um, and then for one point, what I was going to do, and this goes against all my thing at the moment, but, you know, it's going to be a few days, but I was going to go, for one point, mate, what's that film? It's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home, it's getting warm by the fire. You know wherever you'll find love. It feels like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. That's the old days, that yeah. one was. Do you know what? You've gone a bit Christmassy. I know. Pretty quick. I'm a bit annoyed. I'm not really a Christmas film fanatic. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, mate, we ain't got that many weeks left of recordings up to. No. So I'm having to bust it out now because by the time this one comes out, it's going to be God knows what of December. You just checked your calculator watch, I think. That won't tell you the time, mate. You'll probably be able to add up on it. It tells me the date here somewhere. (laughs) I'm sure I set it. I don't know how to to get to it. Well, can we move on, please? This is Mark's Mail Sack. Okay, so this is your uh, mail sack. So yeah. I just want to invite all of the new listeners, all the people that we've had listening from all around the world, to send us some f- some questions for yeah. your uh, your sack. We've got uh, well, we have, we've had quite a few recently, haven't yeah. we? A little bit of a lull this week. Well, it's not so much of a lull, mate. I was just late getting them over to you for you doing your um doing your notes. Right. So I just picked one. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, no my worries. fault. Been busy and I've been at work. No, well, don't worry. But like I say, it's better to have a bulging sack than like a... I've got, a, I've got a bulging sack, mate. We'd like some more on top right. of it, but I've got a bulger. Okay, so how can people send questions? 
they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com or find us in the searchy bar thing on Facebook. Okay, right, okay. So uh, you got a question then? Let's do it then. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question, question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. More singing, mate. It's an overload, isn't it? Oh, no. It's an overload of singing this, uh, this episode. That's all right. No, I wonder how many people sang along with me. I mean, I've, I, unfortunately, I imagine a few, <laughs> if I'm honest. Do you know what I mean? Put a proper earworm yeah, in there yeah. for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, uh, we got a question. We have. And this is from Sean. And he says, is there an actor slash actress whose appearance ruins a film as soon as they turn up? Yes, there is, Sean. I'm glad you've asked. <laughs> I mean, I've got like four. I've got three bad ones. Have you? Yeah. Okay. All right, then. So, uh, did Sean send any in? No. Didn't answer his own question. No, oh, interesting. He's a nice guy, though, isn't he? he, he probably he's didn't a want lovely to guy. He is, yeah. Jill's got one. All right. Uh, Tom Cruise. Really? Which I think's a bit harsh, but she hates Jack Reacher. So he's okay. totally ruined all so the books. So you don't like cocktail? She's even not read the question properly. Right. Well, it's not. She's just angry at that one. Yeah, I think so. So I've got far. Far? Yeah, far. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you want to hear my first What's one? What's your first one? Are you far, mate? David Tennant. I fucking hate that. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. You go on. Wow. I mean, shot, mate. Go again. Go again. Because I've only got three. What? You got five. Let's go. Okay. You go again. I've got Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. I fucking hate that. <laughs> Am I allowed to use your jug, mate? There you go. All right. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Fucking hate that. <laughs> 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 I mean, what I don't like, you haven't argued with mine, right? I, like, David I, like, I don't mind David Tennant. Do you? I mean, I don't like him. So I don't even really like that character. Was it in, what did you watch? Fright Night. I don't really like him in no. that. So, and Sarah Jessica Parker, I just don't like her. See, but you haven't disagreed with mine, but um, Will Ferrell, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to disagree. Why do you I like don't like him? I don't mind Sarah Jessica Parker in like, um, she did a great stint in Hocus Pocus, mate. <laughs> Right, yeah. okay. Um, David Tennant, I don't mind. Right. I, I'm 50-50. Will Ferrell, he's a... Mate. <laughs> Why? Uh, he makes me angry looking oh, at him. So he's funny. like, I just don't find him funny. Oh, he's so funny. No, not anyway. for me. Right, my third one? Yeah. Third one, Penelope Cruz. I fucking hate that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, there's things that I know. Okay. Just, not a fan. No. My next one, Ben Stiller. Fucking hate that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Hate him. Why? I cannot stand him, mate. Not even in, like, Meet the Fockers and shit. Like oh, I hate that film. Oh, what about, there's something about Mary. Can't stand him in it. Really? No. Yeah, he, not, he's uh... the main reason I wouldn't want to watch it again. Really? Yeah. Oh, dear. That's not that. good, is it? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's bad, that. Yeah. My last one. Yeah. Oh, all the ladies will hate me. Yeah. Zac Efron. I fucking hate that. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh? I'm 50-50 with it. I liked him in the Neighbours thing. Right. Like the, okay. Have you seen them ones? Yeah, Bad Neighbours, is yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah. quite liked him in that. Did you? But there's a lot I do hate that in. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Good right. luck editing That's all this. That's my fault. Okay. Right. My last one? Yeah. Kate McKinnon. Right. Fucking hate that. <laughs> I've got to agree, I don't like her. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Makes was, me angry, mate. Yeah, that goes faster like anything her. she's done. No. She, she winds me up in yesterday. Makes yeah. me angry. Yeah. Anything she's in, just... Right. 
No. Okay. Well, there you go then. I mean, I, <laughs> Thanks for letting us get that off our chest, Sean. <laughs> I hope we've got to the point there, Sean. That's what you was after. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we're such children. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, send yours in. Send yeah. people, send theirs in. Yeah. If anyone mentions, like, Frank Drebin, well, dead to me, yeah. <laughs> Either or. You know, Either Frank or. Drebin's not a real person, <laughs> mate, don't you? Calm your Wash your mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> right okay then mate do you want to reiterate how people like Sean can contact us on social media lovely people like Sean yes mate they can get us on Twitter or Instagram which is at movie underscore drone via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com or via Facebook by putting us in a little searchy bar thing at the top and writing movie drone I won't worry about um, the Facebook thing do you reckon you... we could get them to like hashtag I fucking hate that <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe I mean I hope not <laughs> we're going to trend it yeah. right okay ready yes mate okay so the reason that uh, we're bothering at all we're doing it we've had a tournament going oh, have we had a tournament mate God. <laughs> it has brought the worst out of people Ooh, it hasn't gone down well has it it <laughs> hasn't gone down well no it's so, good isn't it it's like um, it's like we're just like putting them all in like a gladiatorial uh, mm. like ring and just watching them fight to the death is people brilliant people turn don't they people turn <laughs> and people also do pull in some resources as well I think some of these results have been like 107 votes on one of them to like yeah. 26 on the other ones so. I'll tell you what though mate could you have called this uh, this one um, no probably not it's no secret that we've been running next week's as well mm. probably couldn't have called that one um, mm. as much as I could have called this one but uh, but yeah no surprises all round yeah so anyway, in our first round, yep. we had Spaceballs versus Event Horizon. Event Horizon got knocked out. Yeah, one, a bit, mate. I'm a bit, a bit gutted. But. Zardoz versus The Hunger Games, mate. Zardoz went. Very gutted. Moonrise Kingdom versus Man on Fire. Moonrise won. Surprise, mate. Yeah. Yeah, shocked, shocked certain someone else as well who wasn't <laughs> too happy about it. He didn't take it off. New Four Lions, Lamageddon. is a close one, mate, but Four Lions. That was going to the, going to the edge, that. <laughs> Um, in the semis, we saw Spaceballs going against Hunger Games. Spaceballs winning. Thank God. Moonrise Kingdom against Four Lions. Moonrise. Jill knocks Sophie out. Yeah, that, was, that was a bitch much. fight, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it just? <laughs> um, and then in the final, Spaceballs versus Moonrise. So we watched a film that is currently 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Rated 12A, one hour, 34 minutes long. Build as a comedy, drama, romance. With a synopsis of a pair of young lovers flee their New England town, which causes a local search party to fan out to find them. With a $16 million budget grossing $68 million. This was directed by Wes Anderson, starring Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton, Jason Schwartzman and Bob Balaban. And this was 2012's Moonrise Kingdom. I've bought a clip for Jill. <clears throat> what kind of bird are you? I'm a sparrow, she's a dog. No, I said. What kind of bird are you? Dear Suji, here's my plan. Dear Sam, my answer is yes. Dear Suji, one. Dear Sam, where? Dear Suji. Walk 400 yards due north from your house to the dirt path which has not got any name on it. Turn right and follow to the end. I will meet you in the meadow. Who's missing? Shukuski, you in there? Jiminy Cricket, he flew the coop. Ah! Well, where the hell are you? Right here. Does it con- 
concern you that your daughter has just run away from home? That's a loaded question. Until help arrives, I'm deputizing the little guy, the skinny one, and the boy with the patch on his eye to come with me in the station wagon. Well done on that, mate. Let's hope you did a better job of picking that <laughs> clip than I do. I mean, I've got to be honest. I mean, I, I imagine you're quite relieved. I mean, I can't imagine that a spoof about Star Wars would have possibly been your ideal film. It saved me a lot of earache uh, as well. Because the missus weren't much fussed about us winning. Right. She, she put it in there and she was like, she'd like to I mean, did she it. put that in there for a joke? Was that a joke? No, no. Was no, that, no, no, it wasn't a no, Hunger Games. It. No, it wasn't a joke. No, just on, just on us. No, she weren't right. too fussed about. She was like, "Well, you know, it's done well. It's done well. So I'm all right. Mm. As long as fucking Spaceballs don't win." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, oh no." I mean, I got to be honest. I thought it might be your worst nightmare, Spaceballs. No. But uh, but there you go. I remember watching Spaceballs and enjoying it, mate. Did you? Yes. Okay. All Been right. A few so years since congratulations to Jill. I mean, people were saying it was rigged and everything. I mean, I if, I've got to be honest. Man on fire. I would have been happy to I'll watch say, that. If I was rigging it, mate, man on fire would have been <laughs> exactly. There. And space balls, I would have, I would have liked. So, like I say, plus I'll, I'll... I googled it. You can't rig them. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've looked. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So we did watch Moonrise Kingdom, mate. Yeah. Um. What did you think of Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom? So, like we just said, I still can't believe he's won it. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still in shock. More of a case of I know it can be a bit of a heaven sometimes. I hadn't really heard of it. Okay. I'd, I'd heard it mentioned. Have you heard? Uh, do, uh, do you watch a lot of Wes Anderson? I've seen. I've seen enough. You have, yeah. Um, seen okay. enough to know that he's hit or miss with me. Right. Very hit or miss with me. I generally either love it or hate it. Right. Which is surprising because some they're quite similar in in tone. If you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, they are. But I do agree. There is like uh, there is one that sort of I'm not fond of. Raw Tenenbaums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of. Down to the characters, I think, with his films. They are very character-heavy, and I think you either take to the characters or you don't. And sort of anyone else I discussed it with hadn't really seen it either. And then it sort of romped forward and won. Mm. So I was shocked. It took down big films as well. But after watching it as well, I'm even more surprised it won from the fact we've just said. Because after watching it with the missus, I can confirm this is a film you easily just can't... You know, where you just don't get it. Right. Because it ended and she went, oh, that was a sack of shit, wasn't it? Did she? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't take to it. I don't think she gave it enough attention, but it's right. not her style. It's not her thing. Right. Um, and it is a really strange beast. Yeah. There's no denying it's not a run of the mill. But it had real charm about it. It was really quirky and I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. Okay. I thought it was good fun. Oh, and I was wondering how long it was going to take to mention the word quirky. Which, uh, which didn't take too long. was that, 20 long. seconds? Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. got it sort of like, I've got written down typically quirky. But I think it's got more depth in it than a, a typical love story. And I think, I mean, it's not my cup of tea, obviously, really mm. at all. I like Wes Anderson. I mean, Life Aquatic, Steve Zissou, yeah. it, it's one I don't think you've seen that one, have no. you? But I sort of like uh, Isle of Dogs and Incredible Mr. Fox. It's yeah. fantastic Mr. Fantastic Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, which yeah. I love. Yeah, yeah. So I like that sort of style, and I don't mind the Grand Budapest Hotel. No, um, not really seen enough of the Darjeeling Limited. So, and the Royal Tenenbaums I didn't really take to. But anyway, yeah, I thought I, I liked the idea of it being about love at first sight yeah. and young love. Probably more relatable to me than a normal sort of romance. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? It was, it was a sweet. Um, but it had a lot more, I think it had a lot more depth of character because, I mean, they were coming from quite not very nice upbringings. 
And there were some quite dark stories underneath what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I didn't quite understand the girl, the reason why the girl was so, uh, I say, troubled. Um, I, I did question that with Jill, and she said, oh, I've obviously realised that her mum was having an affair, etc. Yeah, parent issues. And her parents, yeah. So I didn't quite get that. But from the, from the lad's point of view, when he's in the orphanage and all that, that was, that was quite... Quite a dark, um, dark, quite a dark upbringing. So yeah. the, even the two main child um, characters had a lot of depth to them. So mm. I quite like that. I love the kids. I thought they were both great. Um, I thought they were both different in their styles and the way that they did it enough to make me actually really take to them. I mm. don't know how much um, sort of casting and bits they'd done, but I thought they was perfect for what he was trying to get through. And I love, I, I sort of love. I, you look at the cast, there's some big names in that. Yeah. Um, there's some I mean, real... there always is, isn't yeah, there, yeah. In, in Wes Anderson films? But he's, I mean, he's got these huge names coming through, but he's got the kids to act in that way as well. And I'd imagine it must be harder at that age to sort of direct someone to get them to have that awkward feel to it. He's got them weird delivery of lines, isn't it, as per these normal films where you, they say them so deadpan. Yeah. Um, and the phrasings are weird. And I thought he did really well to get them two young kids to do it but i struggle sometimes with the style of his films i don't know what style they come under would you call it like an art house film or? like an art decoy sort of thing i think i, I mean, don't really pretend- know it's pretentious isn't it well it's a bit pretentious <laughs> well i mean you can always sort of tell what time zone and that they're setting can't you and i i mean i love the fact that everywhere you look on the screen you can see something different yeah there's always a little trinket or something in the corner or just not not to sort of detract from the main scene but just just something to pique your interest the, and the attention colours, to detail is crazy yeah it's very much so yeah um and i mean i, I noticed obviously um a bit later i mean even like down to the use of models and stuff i know yeah. that he's really good obviously with stop motion um yeah. from from the isle of dogs etc but like the, the you can tell when there's like the flash flood and the models and stuff I, I don't think he sort of masks the fact that they are models do you know what i mean it just Flicks that style, doesn't yeah, it? And yeah. it? Sort of, it doesn't even reference itself. No, it literally just flicks them style. Like you say, it looks great from the colours. Um, but I think I'd like to sit in a room with him and watch this, so he could explain it as he's going along mm. and the things to look out for. Because I think there's so much more depth into this than I certainly got the first time around watching it. Yeah, and I think as you get further and further into it, you'll be able to pick more and more bits out. Yeah. I mean, it started with the scene that sort of got me was the one where um, he was speaking to her about what bird she was. Yeah. When he came in and said, like, what bird are you? And like one of the girls sort of like answered and he looked at her and just said, no, what bird are you? Yeah. And it was like just that, that I think everybody as a child can relate to that moment, their first love at first sight, can't they? Yeah. yeah. We'll just set the tone, really. He's got real confidence, doesn't he? Yeah. It sort of made me warm to him really quickly yeah. because I think with a character like him, it's very easy to show them as the bullied kid yeah. and the which one, he was, which he was. Yeah, yeah. But he also had the confidence within himself to know that he was capable. And I mean, imagine being that age. And generally, if you're bullying that, you sort of withdraw to yourself. But to walk in to all them girls and go, "No, which bird are you?" Yeah, yeah. He was cool as a cucumber. Yeah. I mean, I didn't quite get, and I know I probably missed the point about the uh, the parents. Obviously, they're quite intelligent. They didn't really know how to deal with the girl, did they? 
and I sort of missed that I think that's why I questioned why she was a bit troubled yeah. um, and then um, I sort of remembered the scene where Bill Murray which I thought was underused unfortunately in this one I like Bill Murray a lot like the fact that he's obviously more prominent in um, Life Aquatic. I mean, any film that Bill Murray's in and he's not the star, I think, for me, he's underused. But I thought he'd done a solid turn. There was a couple of scenes that I thought were great. But when he just sort of went away and had to go and chop wood, I understood it a little bit more as to why. uh, But, I mean, it sort of hit home when she turned around and said, I hate you, to her mum. The the affair wasn't at the front, was it? No. So I think that these things took a little bit of time to sink in with me, that these were the plot points that i should be focusing on yeah no i thought bill murray was solid I yeah i mean he, he always is but. you if i think if you gave him another five minutes in this film he would have stole the ass off of him yeah he was really really great i um, mean well, my favorite scene in it was when he went and lifted the tent off of the two of them when <laughs> i absolutely like I said, there was some real laughing yeah. there was some real funny moments and yeah. there was some real laughing because it's awkward moments yeah like i found the scene hilarious when he was just in the car with bruce willis yeah so awkwardly funny but yeah when he walked up and they were sort of hiding in the tent and he just lifted it up <laughs> I did, I, yeah I was laughed like the missus looking at me like I'm nuts because yeah. she just don't get it but right. I was just like I thought it was great yeah that was good I um, mean we actually had what do you think the narration a bit weird wouldn't it but it, the, the payoff was the, was the whole payoff of them talking about the storm just the fact that it got to the end of like the lightning strike and that I thought it was weird that it sort of like was building up to this and then I suppose it's I suppose a little red flood, herring, I suppose, isn't it? at the end, yeah. But it, it seemed to it seemed to be offering more but subtly paid off at the end. Yeah. I'll like say without that storm you wouldn't have had it, but I suppose once they put the storm in you're expecting because 'cause they're on this shore front, I suppose, yeah. you write your own story and actually it takes you off in a different direction, which is quite clever. But I think the score and music accompanied it everything very well as well. Yeah. I thought they had that like I say, his attention to detail. I mean, who comes up with the idea to have this narrator there, this random man, just sort of chatting about? It's weird, but he he does it so well. The score itself, for me, came to prominence in the final act. Yeah. And you had that continuous piece of music that just went on and on and on and just built up and built up right through the chase and through the everything that was going on. And I, I sort of, it was really weird. I was, it gave me the same sort of feeling as the uh, score in Jaws yeah. when they had the barrels. Yeah. I'm starting to appreciate pieces of music like that a lot more recently um and that was really good it gave a real surreal effect didn't it because you're sort of thinking is this happening but it like almost like when a silent movie is when you're watching it and the music is narrating what's going on without you actually getting any dialogue and i thought that sort of followed that same path cast wise though Hmm. what do you think of the whole cast because obviously you have people like francis mcdormand I mean, again, she didn't really do a lot no. for me. I, I, I maybe a little bit underused. Um, but like I say, I think that, I mean, he has the, a lot of people that he goes to, didn't he? I mean, Jason Schwartzman didn't have a big part in this, but he's no. in quite a lot of Wes Anderson stuff. No. But I thought he was quite solid in his role. Um, what did he play? The cousin or whatever yeah. that married Harvey him. Harvey Keitel popped up as well. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, obviously, Tilda Swinton yeah. wasn't in it for long. But um, I think my favourite was Bruce Willis. Yeah. I think I could relate to Bruce Willis in, yeah. in, in a lot more than I could the other characters in this quite a sweet man as well when you sort of have him very much so yeah he's yeah. got that sort of backlight even at the end when he was waiting I mean he was having an affair with that, that bloke's wife yeah Bill but Murray's I think wife. I don't think it was I think he was doing it for the right reasons wasn't yeah, it yeah. Like, I think he did have feelings for yeah. him he was lonely yeah and I think the boys helped fill that gap but when you've got him waiting outside for the little kid at the end and he was the only one who actually cared about him 
I, th- I thought he showed that sort of vulnerable side. Yeah, I mean, the character was, was beautifully written. He was written. great, yeah. Um, Edward Norton, I sort of did, I, I thought he fit the part. I mean, I thought he, I thought he played it quite well. I mean, he was a shit scout leader, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he was shit. I couldn't help but think someone else would have been better in that role. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if you could think who I'm thinking of who would have been great in that role. Uh, I don't know. For Sam me, Rockwell. For me, yeah, that yeah. part was written for Sam Rockwell. Right, okay. Um, I don't know if he would have used him or any, but it was all I kept thinking was this is a Sam Rockwell role. Right. And I think Edward Norton did a good job of it. I didn't sort of feel he was out of his depth and I did warm to him by the end. But even at the start when he was walking, I thought, oh, Edward Norton, um, it's Sam Rockwell. Yeah. And then it did a close-up. I was like, oh. But I, I think he did a solid enough job. Yeah. But he, as one of the main characters, I, I sort of felt a little bit that some of the other ones could have had a bit more limelight with the strength of them. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, we had a dead dog. Well, I'm not happy about a dead dog. No. Why, why do I just have a dead dog in things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Still, it? No. It's a bit out of order, yeah. isn't it? One thing I really liked about this. Yeah. There was a few scenes in there that could have been a bit uncomfortable and in a way sort of challenged taboos a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think Wes Anderson did such a great way of showing the real innocence of kids of that age without sexualising it. Yeah. If you see that in some films, you'd go... Ugh, it was all very naive and sweet, it? was. Wasn't it it yeah. was, and I think it's a very clever way of doing that. I mean, apparently even the dance scene he did on a closed set um, they shot that right at the end right. so the two kids were comfortable with each right. other and it was just him and a cameraman. Right. Um, so I know he did a great job at looking after them but there was sort of little bits in there where they were saying that he likes to draw nudes and stuff like that. <laughs> and, which, I mean, there was some... It's, I don't know the, how, the, how old they were supposed to be. I've got to be honest. I couldn't I'm quite point guessing them. not the age of consent. No, um, I know. I know. But I, I mean, I, yeah. I, like I say, I, I find it very difficult to age people. But they were sort of old before their time, really, when yeah, they were yeah. talking about different things. But I just like the way he handled those particular scenes and also put in some real funny moments in some real serious scenes as well mm. that actually sort of just made you chuckle. Um, he didn't try and make the story too sort of deep and yeah. emotional yeah. without putting something in there to make you laugh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's not really my sort of film, but uh, certainly I was quite glad that I got to watch it. Yeah. I mean, another little birthday present I'll tell you about, mate. Right. I got a hell to write a screenplay book, <laughs> right? Did you... Can't wait for that. It's going to be great. Uh, be Rotation brilliant. is in full <laughs> swing, mate. <laughs> Rotation. Um, but it, go, it goes for all these different bits in it. So he starts going, right, okay, so you're aiming, how are you aiming to market this film, right? right. So it talks about make, picking something that's sellable, picking the type of film for the demographic, and all bits like that that's going to make it successful. And I can't work out how you make a film like this and get the funding for it and get these big names. What is it that attracts everyone to these films? Because ultimately... Not actually a lot happens, does it? <laughs> it sort of lacks real substance. Like the t- thing is, kid goes missing, people go and look for him. There's no real huge amount of substance to it. They, the character development's good. Yeah, I think that's what I would have said. The, the film like sort the of ambles, but yeah, but you you do that part at the filming bit, didn't All you? Right, fucking expert, are you? Well, no, but I'm just thinking, <laughs> how do you how do you secure funding for this? Well, I we I mean, I don't know. Uh, they do they obviously very popular they do great but 
does he is he just Wes Anderson now? So he goes, trust me, I'll make something. I would quirky. have thought there's something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And why why these actors? Well, Jill loves them all. Really? Yeah. She's proper uh, style, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Raw Bombs and, and Darjeean and, yeah. and all of them. Okay. So like, I think there are people that do like yeah, them all. Yeah, because, I mean, the names he can get is phenomenal. And yeah. all I mean, saying that, though, I mean, for a film like this, um, a film with feelings and about love, yeah. um, it's not typically something that I would ever no. want to go anywhere near. Um, but like I say, here we are. I'm not slagging it off. It, no, I'd say it, it is one of those. It's... I think it was the fun and quirky little bits that made yeah. me. I mean, I'm sit not slagging it. it off by any means. It's just having. It's just got one of those real natures to it that you sort of. I can't work out why I liked it probably as much as I did because when I look at it, it's not my standard cup of tea. But it's got this real clever bits yeah, about yeah, it. You are. You love the feelings and the rom coms and that, mate. Don't, don't <laughs> fucking lie. I got the feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you got a score on this one? I've mate? not gone massive, mate. Right. But I did enjoy it. Right. I think I'm slightly under IMDb. Okay. But I've got 76. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got 72. Okay. Weirdly. Yeah. A love film. 72. Yeah. I quite cool. enjoyed it. Yeah, I sat there and watched it with Jill and it's all right. I've got colourful fun, too many feelings. <laughs> so uh, a little bit too many. But uh, right. but yeah, there you go. Cool. Quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, something decent one to talk about anyway. Yeah. Not that we did a good job of that one. <laughs> no. Someone else might. Right, yeah. so uh, have you watched anything else, mate? Yes, mate. Thanks, Jill, anyway. Yeah, thank you, Jill. Oh, thanks well to everyone done, in the well tournament. Done. Yeah, yeah. Well thanks to everyone in the tournament. We yeah. really enjoyed that. Must be a bit of a ball ache for you, mate. Got to be honest. A bit. I've been sitting there thinking, this is fun for me, right, but I imagine it's a little bit of <laughs> a ball ache for you. But uh, pretty good. It's enjoyable. Yeah, but then I don't give up half my weekend editing, mate, so no, I've well. got to suck some of it okay. up, and I. Yeah, well, everyone's enjoying it, so and all good. All speaking good. of sucking things up, mate, I had to suck up watching the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> Are you joking? I watched the fire one. Well, I don't know what that is. It but... is a fire <laughs> one, and then there's an end one. <laughs> I actually oh, here we go. quite like the fire one. Here we go. And then the end one, I got to the end and was like, it's right. a shit It's quite ending. political, isn't it? It's very political. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you'd be able to get your little guns out, wouldn't you? You got yeah. your new little gun. I got to the end to and I was out. like, that was a shit ending. That right, one. okay. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I imagine it's shit. I enjoyed it enough, mate. Did you? Score? Um, uh, the fire one, I don't know, 65. Right. Um, the other one, 62, something right. like that. Okay. No, I one might have gone into an early 70. That was actually quite fun. <laughs> okay. And then rewatch yesterday, Kate McKinnon. Fucking hate that woman. Yeah, yeah but that's what I remember. Right. Mate, yeah, I've, I think I've got a 63 on that. Okay. <laughs> no, no better. Okay. I mean, I've only watched one. Yeah. I put my tree up, my Christmas tree. So I watched a Christmas film, Die Hard. Well, well, I put my Christmas right. tree up. I've got two problems with it, mate. <laughs> I'm not going into it again. I, I, there's no point. I'm not talking about it again. Last year was Die Hard talking about it not being a Christmas I'm, film. I'm not even going to buy it. I've got on a that, Die Hard ball ball on my fucking tree. It's a Christmas film. All right. Right. A, even uh, Bruce Willis has admitted it's not a Christmas film, but I don't want to go there. Mm. I don't want to go there. I can send you the article. You got your Christmas tree up, mate. I have, yeah. Only Fuck in November. Off. <laughs> have you not got one? No. Have you not? You've not- done all your presents. It's not going up to the, the presents are bagged and away, mate. Oh, right. I, they're just waiting. Oh, to be... I thought you had your tree up. No. Oh, I've got my tree up. That don't go up till the 16th. Oh, really? Oh, Early. we've got a small tree because oh. uh, the dog, because of Ralph. Um, we couldn't have one. We're not, oh, it's, it's just we've got a, quite a big one, but it's on a it's on a table. Fucking tree up. Yeah, got the tree up. You got one of them live ones? 
Uh, it's, it is alive. That's going to be fucking yeah. dead by halfway through December, <laughs> mate. That's going to yeah. be a twig come yeah, Christmas. Fire risk. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to be there with your cigar, mate. Dodgy lights from Wilkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So you want to move on? Yes, mate. Right, this is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Homework. homework. Quite sweary one tonight, mate. Yeah, I, I, I thought you had your tree up. I've no. got to be honest. I've got to be honest. No, okay. no, 16th Interesting. All right, okay. This is a section where we give each other films that the other one hasn't seen and we love on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me, mate? I gave you a film that's currently 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, two hours, five minutes build as a comedy romance with a synopsis of competition between the maid of honour and a bridesmaid over who is the bride's best friend threatens to upend the life of an out-of-work pastry chef. Starring Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph and Rose Byrne, $32.5 million budget grossing a massive $288 million. 2011's Bridesmaids. I think that this is quite popular, isn't it, in the female, um, the females of the species. Men love it, mate. Real men. Do they? Real men love it. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it can't really get much worse than last week, mate. Okay. I, if I'm honest. So, I mean, I didn't realise, is it Kirsten or Kristen? I Kristen? think it's Kristen. Is it? Kristen Okay, Wiggins. I've written Kirsten. Okay. So, I mean, you're probably right. Kristen Wiig. I, did, I never realised that she was quite funny. Yeah, I, did, I didn't realise. Yeah. Didn't realise. I, I don't know what. As her moments. Seen. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I, I can't even remember what I've seen her in, really. But I mean, it had some all right comedy scenes. I liked the plane scene. Yeah, I thought that was a uh, stove. I thought that was funny. Yeah, he's calling him stove and the Hitler bit. Um, I mean, it, that was quite funny. Uh, and obviously, I like a bit of toilet humour, so I did like the shit <laughs> scene. Um, so yeah, that weren't too bad. But it also, for me, had some of the worst traits that I see in women. Now, I work, most of the people that I work with are women, and I see this level of horridness and bitchiness every day, and it's awful. It's such a horrible character, and I'm not saying all women are like it, but I've seen all women do it. So at some point in their lives... All women are like it. (laughs) (laughs) And and like I say, it's sort of, it's a tale of two halves. I did find it funny... But I found some of the traits from from like from the bitchiness. The other thing, like, like when they see, you know, when they scream. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I can't. I can't stand that. No. Like it's like this. It's also the same with kids. You know, when kids scream like that, it goes right through me. Yeah. Like daily. Yeah. I was imagine do. And uh, so it's sort of like a tale of. Two, so I spent half the film enjoying the. the, the I'd say mild comedy yeah and so it was like massively laugh yeah. out loud i did laugh out loud lol a couple of times as the yeah. kids would say but um the rest of the time i sort of spent not liking what i was watching yeah. because it reminded me of the horribleness did some of, of women in real life like the, the singing bit when they're trying to do that i mean that was a fun, i would say that that was a, a funny bit yeah. yeah it's the sniping bits i suppose that that was quite funny that yeah. bit yeah that's, that's, i'd say the sniping and like i say the the screaming i mean the cast was fairly solid i like the character the characters were all different yeah. not quite sure whether i like melissa mccarthy's character or not <laughs> i mean i think it might be a bit too um too the other way but i didn't like the arm bandage 
okay. makes me feel sick when I see people <laughs> with those flesh-coloured arm bandages on. They're disgusting, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I tried to get one when I broke my wrist, but Jill wouldn't let me have one. Um, and they're right. She's right. They're fucking horrible. So yeah, uh, I mean, it had sufficient giggles yeah. to keep me entertained. A couple of laugh-out-loud moments. Uh, I mean, I liked Rose Byrne yeah. as a nemesis. I yeah. thought she was. I thought she played that character quite well. Did you she, like Mac Lucas and Rebel Wilson cropping up in it? I mean, did I? I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. It's so uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, great. it was. But I mean, yeah, I suppose I did. But I see that a lot in British humour. Yeah. So that sort of characters written into it. I've been watching a lot of Gimme Gimme Gimme. Okay. With Kathy Burke and yeah. that, which is brilliant. So that sort of thing I'm used to in British humour. So it didn't really have the impact i don't think for me okay if you know what i mean yeah. those characters but um but i suppose they were all right so yeah i mean listen i think that the good and bad cancel each other i'm gonna say that the good probably was more prominent yeah. and i'm gonna give it 62 out of 100 take that mate all day long yeah take that all day long okay yeah, it wasn't too Chuff bad. Chuff with that. Chuff with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was all right, mate. It was all right. It's, it's it good just fun, reminds. Isn't it? it reminds me. Reminded me. Those horrible bits reminded me too much. This week at work has been fucking horrible. Now I'm not sure if anyone at work listens to this, right? No. But it's been horrible. Perhaps There's all, been some all women. Their cycles, I've you know. <laughs> I've had to be in an office in the morning and have someone constantly slagging other people off for an hour one woman slagging everyone off and like and it just this is the sort of thing that reminds me of of what i have to go for on a daily basis but enough giggles yeah so there you go good all right so i gave you mate a 2019 film directed by clint eastwood starring sam rockwell kathy bates john ham olivia wilde and paul walter hauser running time of 129 minutes a budget of 45 million dollars with a box office of 43.7 million 7.5 on imdb 77 percent on rotten tomatoes with a synopsis of after foiling a bomb attack at the 1996 atlanta olympic security guard richard jewell is an instant hero however when the fbi leaks to the media that is a suspect in the bombing his life becomes a nightmare i've given it away but this is 2019's richard jewell mm, where was all the olympic rings well didn't see any Olympic rings. <laughs> Maybe it didn't have license or something. I don't know. Maybe weird. they don't like to be associated with something like this. Possibly, I suppose. Yeah. But, you know, they use the word Olympics enough and did all the bits, <laughs> but no rings. Anyway, I digress. Trademark, though, isn't it? I suppose I mean, so. It's just a word, isn't it? Olympics. I suppose, yeah, I suppose so. Paul Waterhauser. Hmm. He was great, wasn't he? He was great, yeah. He was really good. It's pretty weird because he's only like fifth in the line of the, uh, when I read down the starring. On, on, really? Yeah, he's only like fifth. I mean, um, I'm sure on IMDb he'd be first. I don't get mine from there. But He's actually quite active on Twitter, isn't he? Because he, he? he actually ats people and says, oh, I'd really like to work with you. Right. I think he's sort of enjoying his thing. But I thought he was really solid. I yeah, thought yeah. he was really, really good. For me, Person who stole the show, Sam Rockwell. Are you the just going to say amazing. that? Was <laughs> He's just a. I've yet to see him give a shit performance. I mean, I must admit, some of the scenes, like when he was talking to Richard Jewell and sort of like finding the guns and stuff like that, were were, were great. He's, I mean. he's just got this humour. I thought that they were both good together. Yeah, as, I thought they was a, a, yeah. a great pairing. Um, obviously, I suppose I'm more familiar with Sam Rockwell than Paul Waterhouser, but I thought he was. This is the first real film I've seen him lead, and I thought he was great. And I hope to see him sort of go on and do some more bits. I thought Olivia Wilde was great as well. I really like her. I know she's gone in to do um, more directing now. Has she? Um, she's doing a lot of directing. I follow her on Twitter as Jeez, well. That's a shame. I like her. Yeah, I thought she was great. So I loved it for what it was. 
and you know, with films like this, accuracy isn't important, whether or not they portray. And I wouldn't want to ruin it for myself <laughs> by sort of going against finding out any facts, say that were misrepresented Have for you the type of film. But fuck it, why not? Let's go for it. So <laughs> it wasn't actually a single lawyer in there at all. That's right. not true. There was a full legal team. Right. Um, so they had to small point. They had to base um, <laughs> Sam Rockwell's character on a bit of everyone. So right. you know that's oh, that's, that's good though. Yeah. Like putting it at least it has less wages, yeah. less wages. Actually, yeah. you know, the, budget the kids that were being annoying and drunks weren't actually kids, mate. Right. No, it was adults. Right, you know, small thing. Right, okay. um, but yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, big story thing with the FBI where Olivia Wilde's character gets the uh, story by having sex yeah, with someone. Yeah. No evidence to suggest that, mate. But I digress. <laughs> anyway, I want to ruin it for myself. <laughs> but I just enjoyed it for what it was. It was great fun. I thought it was, I mean, as fun as a film about people getting blown up can be. I thought the banter was great. I thought the the lines were great in it. And I thought the serious points that they raised through it were really good. It shamed the human race again into like how the press portrays people and how people buy into it and basically we believe anything they will put on a fucking newspaper because yeah the general story even though we're picking you're picking like holes in little bits of it mm. the general story about how he was treated and all that is, is Quite true big bits, it? but yeah yeah but you know yeah I mean? just the way i mean i think it actually it wasn't as simple as portrayed either it was a lot more complicated um according to my sources <laughs> um but yeah it's that thing we read it on the newspaper so it's true but there's no real basis to it and i thought it annoyed me, the FBI bit made me angry that they couldn't just turn around and go, you know what, mate, I think we fucked up here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, and they just refused to do anything about it and they sort of left him in limbo. And the scene where he actually gets told that, you know, we found him, I thought that was great. Yeah. The scene that broke me, I didn't cry, but the scene that almost broke me was when he was in the restaurant and they come in and they was basically give a letter saying, we're not going to progress with any more on the case and he his acting at that point was fucking excellent yeah really really good and i'll bet he made a brilliant policeman i thought <laughs> oh he was a fantastic bloke i really liked him it reminded me of paul blart mall cop <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought he was he seemed a really nice fella um i think the length of this was perfect there was enough story to maintain the momentum to keep it going i didn't start thinking come on come on come on and i think clint eastwood He's fast becoming a really important director when you start looking at his back catalogue and how he's doing. I think he's really impressive now. Yeah, I mean, he's not a young up-and-comer, though, is he? I he's mean, he must not, be like 85 or something. Yeah, no, but yeah. you think it, the films he's... T- when you actually go back and look through his back catalogue and the quality that he's doing, yeah. I think he's done a really good job. But, yeah. I'm sure he'd be pleased. I'm thinking about... I, yeah, I'm sure he will. I've, I might appear on one of his DVD cases. <laughs> <laughs> up and coming director, Mark Movie Drone. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think you raise a fair point, mate. Paul Waterhouse and Sam Rockwell, as a duo, I think perfectly suited this. And I don't think they could have got a better lead partnership. Okay. Um, and I've got 79. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid, solid movie. I thought you would like that one. Mm. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I'm glad. Glad you like that, mate. Yeah. So, uh, what you got for me this week? I've got you a film, mate, that's currently 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18. Two hours, ten minutes long, billed as a biography drama with a synopsis of the story of controversial pornography publisher Larry Flint and how he became a defender of free speech. Starring Woody Harrelson, Courtney Love, grimy Courtney Love, Edward Norton with a $36 million budget grossing 
20 million. This was 1996's The People versus Larry Flint. I like a bit of Woody. Yeah. Woody Harrelson. He's great. He, he was in Hunger Games. Well, yeah, I know he is. Yeah, yeah I know. And I um, know. what's the fella? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman. He's like, he was great in it. Yeah, he yeah. Was really I mean, I've, heard, I've, I've seen it on the TV. Yeah. Um, I, think I, I think I walked in and said, oh, Woody Harrelson, Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's this? He said, Hunger Games. Oh, fuck. I, I did say well, to got Jennifer Lawrence in it. I would quite like to get you to watch it because I think you could appreciate the Donald Sutherland is great in it. There's some really good performances, but I said he would rather die than watch it. So <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. I vetoed that one for myself. <laughs> All right, okay. So I'm giving you a 2019 film directed by Todd Haynes, starring Mark Ruffalo, Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins, Bill Camp, Victor Garber, Mayor Winningham and Bill Pullman. Running time of 126 minutes, a box office of 23.1 million. I don't have a budget. 7.6 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a corporate defence attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company that exposes a lengthy history of pollution. I'm giving you 2019's Dark Waters. Um, it's one another one that I think that you... Because you missed it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, uh, you're proper yeah. going for it. Well, off, like I say, it? I think when I watched it um, before, the first time I watched it, I think that I um, said that I didn't really... I think it was as good as everyone said, and I've since watched it again, and I think you might like it. Yeah, so I'll give it go. a go, mate. Yeah. That's another one I really wanted to do. Yeah, so you're doing well with you, Thanks. aren't you? Anyway, no ruling rouges, ruling rouges, ruling rouges coming from me. So uh, next week's main, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've had, are we, are we doing? We, yeah. Yeah, we've had the tournament, another yeah. tournament. <laughs> That's why you yeah. look so drained. I'm not doing all the results from it, but <laughs> okay. we had a winner today. Well, I mean, we've had some big films go out, didn't we? <sighs> Huge film. Yeah. So we've, what, we've... what sort of film do you think, mate, could knock out The Godfather and Seven? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a huge, big blockbuster yeah, film, yeah. isn't it? It's going it to be, be massive. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to watch 2012's Dread. <laughs> what? I mean, Who saw that coming? I mate? know. Oh, well done, Dread. Well done, Emmett Verbal Diorama. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Awesome job. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we lost. Uh, I mean, I, I can't remember all the films that we had now. So long ago, do you know yeah. what I mean? But, um, but uh, if you want to see the results, have a look on Twitter. Norbit was in there, mate. Norbit. Surprisingly, I've got to be that. honest. I wouldn't have minded watching Norbit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I would have rather cut my Norbit off Will than watching it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to watch it. I'm going to okay. watch Norbit. Okay. I'm going to watch it. So, uh, yeah. So we're watching Dread. Yeah. Not the uh, sliced alone one. No. Which uh, Lee voted for, thinking it was Star Alone. <laughs> Please tell me that's right. It is. You fucking idiot, Lee. Idiot. You know what? <coughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, okay, so mate, how can people contact us on social media regarding anything they've just heard? They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com or via Facebook in the little search bar thingy in the top right hand corner. I wouldn't do the Facebook thing, mate. Forget Facebook. <laughs> it's, it's not that good, is it? I don't know. You set it up and you monitor <laughs> it. So send everything via Facebook. <laughs> um, okay then, mate. So uh, thanks for that. I'm flagging a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, I had a really good night. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go up straight up to bed. The good thing about it is, is that I don't have to like do anything. I just like to crawl upstairs. Oh, you're like it's a good. I've got to have a shower yet. Oh, yeah? Walk the dog. What, already? What now? Yeah. What's up with you? I didn't do that when you get home. Huh? 
well, because I have other bits to do, mate, like panic because I've lost a sheet of my notes and stuff. <laughs> it showed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay then, mate. Yeah, well, I'm going to go straight up the wooden stairs to bed for sure. Yeah, you enjoy that, thing. mate. Right. You snuggle in. I'm going to. Okay then, mate. So, uh, say goodbye then, Belwith. <laughs> goodbye then, Belwith. See you later, everybody. Bye. 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 You know, I had a Russian friend who's a sound engineer. Mm-hmm. No, I've got a, also got a Czech one too. <laughs> a Czech one too. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I think I fucked the delivery of that one up, mate. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I'm not sure anyone else is going to. No, you know I mean, that's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. You All right. Go to bed. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one twenty-two. One twenty-two. One twenty-three. One, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? So, uh, we've got a question. We have. From Sean. I'm going there. Oh, no, you looked at me like I was uh, talking over uh, you. He uh, looked like fun. No, I got arrested last <laughs> time. <laughs> Edit that one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I won't even say it.